What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a full slate of topics and and recaps and whatnot. After a bunch of games yesterday, it seemed like there were a few doubleheaders. I can think of at least two doubleheaders, the Giants and Rockies, and then Dodgers and Cubs. So let's start with that Dodgers and Cubs doubleheader. So the Cubs swept that doubleheader. They swept that doubleheader against the Dodgers... And this is a Dodgers team that's kind of fallen on hard times recently. I mean, their record over the past few weeks has has been pretty rough. But, I mean, it's a, it is a long season. But the Cubs got this one. This, this is about the Cubs. So you had Kershaw going in game one and then Bauer in game two. Usually when you hear that, you're like, okay, yeah, the Dodgers are going to be just fine. But they weren't just fine. I mean, game one was a 7-1 to Cubs victory against Clayton Kershaw. Kyle Hendricks was the starter for... Chicago, Hendricks went all seven, and he was outstanding. And they just tagged Clayton Kershaw. He just, you know, couldn't get it done. You had, um, you know, Anthony Rizzo, David Bodie, you know, the, the usual suspects, you know, Chris Bryant, guys like that, just continuing to hit the ball well and lead the way for Chicago. As, you know, the Cubs still have a losing record right now, but yesterday was a very convincing and encouraging game overall. Kershaw only lasted one inning, gave up four earned runs, and then he got the boot. And he was out of there, but the Cubs continued to, to just hit the ball. Chris Bryant's had a really good year. He's had a big turnaround year, a bounce back that we've been waiting for for a few years now. I mean, I was wondering for some time if this dude was ever going to be that all-star caliber player again because he came out of the gate really hot to be in his career. Obviously, won the MVP in 2016, I believe. But since then, he's just kind of, you know, he's kind of stumbled. Honestly, I don't know how else to say it. But this year, he's he's looking like regular good old KB again, and he's got an 11.02 OPS, and he's hitting home runs, hitting for average. He's doing all the good things you want to see. So that's good stuff. Will they trade him at the deadline? I don't know. I think this is a contract year for him. So if they if they don't want to lose him to free agency, they might. If they don't want to lose him for nothing during free agency, they might trade him. But obviously, that's it's not an easy call to make. I think it's going to depend on how well the team is doing. If they're in contention, if they're in the hunt, obviously they're going to keep him, trying to make a push. But if they're not, then they might. If, if they're struggling by the deadline, then they might just ship him off. That's how these things usually go. And then in game two, it was. David Bodie providing a walk-off single to give them a hard-fought sweep, a 4-3 walk-off win. And this is a game where Bauer started for L.A. And Keegan Thompson, a rookie for the Cubs, was making his first career start in Game 2. So it didn't seem to matter because he he was good. Three and two-thirds with no runs given up. And then the bullpen took over from there, and they did their thing. Craig Kimbrell did blow a save, but the Cubs were able to hang on in extras. Well, extras of a seven-inning game, which took it to nine innings. And they won this game in nine. But, um, yeah, Bauer, I mean, he just had a bunch of walks. It was four and a third with four walks, seven strikeouts, and one earned run. That run was a solo shot off the bat of Jason Hayward. But it was just the walks that kind of, um, you know, put some traffic on the bases for him, but he, other than that, was not bad. He was actually pretty solid. But Cubs found a way to win this game, found a way to sweep the doubleheader over the Dodgers.
Now, if we stay on the Chicago side of things, Dylan Sees was pitching for the White Sox yesterday in Cincinnati, and he had himself a game. He had himself a heck of a game. I mean, this dude took a no-hitter into the fifth and struck out 11, and he also had a three-for-three day at the dish. So the White Sox won this game by a score of 9-0, but prior to yesterday's game, Dylan Sees never had a professional plate appearance. But because of interleague play and obviously, you know, playing at a National League stadium, he had to grab a bat. And he welcomed himself to pro baseball, as far as hitting goes, with three hits. Three hits and a double in there, too. So that's that's a good way. That's a good way to to welcome yourself. But C's has been low-key good this season. I mean, people have... I, I remember just a couple starts ago, before he went on this nice little run, people were roasting this guy saying that oh he, he had no business you know pitching you know in, in in big games and things like that i'm not saying he does but he has a 237 era now and he's put together a couple consecutive strong starts i mean he's someone who is 25 so still young and still growing this is only his third season in the bigs and he was a pretty highly touted prospect in the minor league so maybe he'll figure things out and come into his own as he continues to grow. But great game overall for him and the White Sox get that victory over over the Reds, 9-0. And speaking about pitchers hitting, Huascar Inoa for the Braves. So he he hit a home run in his last start. And then yesterday, he hits a grand slam for the Braves as they get the 6-1 win over the Nationals in D.C., I mean, they're calling him the designated Huasker now for DH, which I think is a pretty pretty cool nickname. But yeah, he got his first MLB hits. Just Maybe it wasn't last start or two weeks ago. I don't know, two starts ago. And then um, he goes out and hits a grand slam. Now he's, he's rolling. He's locked in at the dish. But um, now he has a 385 career average with two home runs and six RBIs on the season. So that's, that's pretty cool. But the Braves get a 6-1 to one win over the Nats. Ronald Acuna Jr. also went deep with his 10th home run of the season. That leads Major League Baseball. He is the first player to hit 10 home runs this year. So that's that's cool to see. That's cool to see. But Waskari Noah on the bump, seven innings, no earned runs, four strikeouts for Atlanta, for the Atlanta Braves. They win the game 6-1. to one. And then out to Yankee Stadium. The Astros return to New York, and this is the first time back in New York with fans in the stands, and they heard it. They heard it from the fans. Fans did not take it easy, although it wasn't a, you know, I really want to hear what it's going to be like when it's a sold-out crowd. They still have limited seating in New York, but you could still hear them jeering and booing and uh, chanting, you know, crazy stuff at Altuve and Correa and Bregman, those guys from the 2017 team. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, Yankees got this win, seven to three. It was a raucous crowd, and it would it would be even more raucous if it was a full crowd. But we'll take what we can get. This is not going to be over. I think the Astros have a trip to LA later this year to play the Dodgers, and that's going to be that's going to be a big one because hopefully by then they have a full stadium in LA and uh, 
yeah, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be pretty. Not gonna be pretty. But during the game yesterday, it, it was just I mean a home run from from Stanton for the Yankees, home runs from Bregman and Brantley for the Astros. And yeah, Yankees get this win seven to three. So the Mets scratched Jacob DeGrom from his start last night due to a right lat. Okay, right. They, they called First they said it was right side tightness. Then he got an MRI. And then it revealed inflammation in his right lat. So he's going to take a few days off of throwing. Although the Mets don't plan to place him on the injured list. This is a moment where New York holds their breath collectively. Because the Mets aren't going anywhere without Jacob DeGrom. This is the best pitcher in baseball, and if he's out, then the Mets have no chance because the Mets have actually kind of stumbled out of the gate. They were a favorite to win the NL East. I picked them. I said this with my chest many times. I picked them to win the NL East, but they've come out flat with an 11-12 and 12 record. If they lose the Grom for any time, they're, they're not going anywhere. So hopefully just taking a few days off of throwing will be enough. I mean, they're thinking he might just miss one start. Hopefully that's all it takes. But, yeah, okay, and, and last but not least, let's go out to that doubleheader out in Colorado. This was the Giants taking on the Rockies, obviously. So first game was a Giants victory, and they went to a 12-4 win. The special thing about that is that they scored 10 runs in the first inning. So Brandon Bell hit a grand slam, Buster Posey hit a solo shot. I mean, they were just... They were just teeing off in the first inning, ten runs in the first of a seven-inning game. I mean, you know, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta close the deal. And speaking of Buster Posey, has anyone noticed the kind of numbers he's putting up? Buster Posey is hitting 382 with an 1175 OPS and seven homers this season. He's having a nice throwback year. And this is someone who opted out of last season due to COVID, and the year before his. You know, his full season 2019 was not very good. And we were seeing like, okay, you know, he's nearing the end of his career because obviously he's older now and that's what happens. But Posey has turned back the clock and he looks, he looks awesome this year. He's one of the better catchers in baseball with the bat. Definitely. He's just looking like vintage Buster Posey. I'm sure the Giants fans are very happy to see that. But then in the, in the nightcap, the Rockies got a walk-off blast. It was a Charlie Blackman walk-off three-run homer. Gave them an 8-6 to six victory so they could get the doubleheader split. Walk-offs are, are always fun. Charlie Blackman, cool guy. And, you know, you love to see that. But Rockies get that doubleheader split. So that is it. That's our little roundup. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.